What's up guys? Zach Hergert Idea Attic. It's been a while. Just sliding in under under a year. The last episode I did was I think <laughs> January 3rd of uh, 2021? Is that where we're at? Yeah, 2021. So good morning, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Zach Hergert Idea Attic broadcasting across the fruited plain. and terrestrially, whatever that means. I heard it once, thought it sounded cool. So what are the, we're doing a new year and year in review all wrapped up into one recording. Pretty exciting stuff. So what did 2021 bring? Well, it brought a lot. We lived, we laughed, we loved, we cried. All emotions were felt. I uh, listened to my last one, the one I recorded in January. Pretty cringy. I'm going to try to stay on topic. This is about entrepreneurialism. <laughs> as I've heard. It's about ideas. I'm an ideas man. All about positive energy. Harness good, block bad. You get it. So I had a son this year, Archie. Great little kid. Born in uh, October. So what is he now? Almost two months. Scary stuff. Two under two. Wouldn't recommend it. What else is popping on? I listened to my last episode. There was lots of food-related screaming. Um, I could do that for... I could get ten episodes out of complaining about uh, <laughs> bad experiences at restaurants. 2021 was no different, folks. Just had a bad one a couple weeks ago. We don't need to get into it, though. Don't need to get into it. So it's been almost a year. Having two children really cuts into your recording time. I like to record in my basement, in the in the studio, because it's quiet. I can I record on my phone and on my uh, laptop. I can play music. It's quiet down there. I'm not distracted. So I've been trying not to record them while I drive, but I think the only way I can get them out of my system. And I got to say, like, not doing these, I've pent up a lot of ideas. And uh, just yesterday, I, I crapped one on my wife, and she wasn't happy. She was like, I'm tired of these ideas. And I said, "I this is who you married, sweetheart. And we got two kids. There's no getting out now. <laughs> so that's you can't you have to get used to it. But I figured this might help release some of the energy. Every once in a while you need to release. You can't pent it up, you know. So uh, the children, that's what I'm using as my uh, reason for not doing them is the children. But I'm going to try to work around with the recording in my vehicle. Now, I, the only bad thing is you're going to hear like a blinker going off. I'll try to... Uh, do I need to use blinkers? A lot of people don't even use them, so maybe I can just go without for a while. <laughs> I'm a great guy. So, business-wise, where are we living in 2021? Well, we did one flip. I bought it as a rental, and uh, uh, I know a lot of people are like doing rentals. I gotta use my blinker, sorry, folks. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people like. Uh, buying rentals or like they like the idea of them but once you like get into it you're dealing with renters or whatever it's not that great and then the other thing is 
they don't really like the ones I found. I just can't make the numbers work. So we found this one. It was in Papillion, which if you're not familiar with the Omaha area, God bless you. Um, Papillion's a very sought after. Um, it's very expensive. I think it's one of it's like probably I think it's like top three or four like highest. What am I saying? Top three or four. <laughs> Top three or four counties. There's only about 12 counties in Nebraska that have any people, so that's not a great indicator. I think that the combined household income in Papillion is about 100 grand, which is, in the Midwest, that's pretty good. We're not talking D.C. School system people really uh, are into the schools. They're into, it's got a lot of, it has like a little bit of small town feel. And what I've always been heard and been told there's a lot of people in Nebraska grow up on a farm and then they move to the city and they're like I don't really like living in the city but I'm not moving back to a farm because I don't like that either so I'll just like kind of move out into a smaller town kind of a burb feel but kind of a like they all have like little like small towns where you can go downtown and anyway you're an adult you get it um so we did a flip there because I was like, I can't make the numbers work. I don't want to like just be netting a couple hundred dollars to deal with uh, tenants. It's not my thing. You got to do that at scale. So we did a flip. Um, it, it worked out. I think I'm, we made like maybe 25 grand. I didn't do a lot of work there, so it was pretty good. I, the only thing I really did was uh, a little bit of demo, some trim, and I... I sheetrocked it and finished two rooms. Um, so I didn't do a whole lot of work. The basement did flood, though, because <laughs> it had a uh, a walkout basement, but the walkout was a, like a stair covered stairwell, concrete stairwell. And what happened is we had like a pretty bad storm, and a branch fell on the house, and it kind of crimped a, uh, a gutter, and that gutter was directly over this metal door, so just pouring water on the door, so some of it obviously got through. And uh, at the, I was at the house at that time, and there was also no power, so it was not, it sucked. You know, I was mopping in the dark. My dad was there, he was like, I'm gonna go ahead and take off. I was like, hey, I really appreciate the help. He's like, well, I'm, a, I'm an old man. So, uh, made some money on that, it wasn't the best. Um, been doing some junk removal. Not doing as much junk removal. Um, I only I only got to go after the good stuff now. You know, I have to make at least $120 or I'm not really doing it. Unless it's something really easy, like one thing. So today, I did two junk removals. Um, I did a TV in someone's apartment. And I charged her $100. It was a 32-inch TV. <laughs> I think it weighed about 30 pounds. So I just grabbed it, and I was like, that'll be $100. And she's like, bless you. God bless. And I was like, yeah. Uh, is that going to be cash? Or so I did that. And then I've been working as a subcontractor for waste management, and I'm getting into some, like, really easy stuff with that because it's all, like, corporations or whatever. They don't care. So uh, last week, there's two Amazon facilities in, in Omaha. So last week, they were like, well... Amazon needs, like, a junk removal. They have a bunch of, like, stacked up trash outside. It's an Amazon fulfillment center. So I was like, I usually don't like to do that because I don't want to be picking up real trash. But I was like, it's an Amazon fulfillment center. What could what could be in there outside of packaging material? 
So I went and picked it up. Uh, it was all packaging. It, it wasn't even packaging. They use these, um, I think what it was is like some sort of inventory like strip that they like put on stuff or, or something. It, it, it looked kind of like a, the bands you get at like the hospital. It was just like 500 bags of that. Uh, not even that much, probably. It was two dumpsters filled. And uh, I got there, and the staff of, like, the janitorial staff helped me load it up. And uh, the whole ordeal took maybe an hour and a half, and I got 550 bucks. So that's not bad. And my dump fees were $40. <laughs> and the dump is literally 10 minutes away. So that's pretty good. And then today I did another job for him. I went to... The job was I, I went to Target. And they had six boxed up uh, ping pong tables that they're throwing away. And the only reason they're throwing them away is because, like, the manufacturer doesn't make them anymore. So they're not stocking them anymore. So I got 150 bucks for that. I'm going to sell the, the ping pong tables. They're probably... I could probably each get, I don't know, 150 or 200 bucks for all of them. So that's $1,200. Plus what I got paid to pick them up, which is $150. So like $1,400 maybe. Yeah, it's pretty good. So in 2021, in March, I bought five uh, roll-off dumpsters and a roll-off trailer. Now some parts of the country there's lots of roll-off trailers I think I'm one of three people that have them here it's kind of like the poor man's way to get into like a dumpster business or as I, I call it the starter kit so all the stuff combined cost me about 30 grand but after all expenses um, storage insurance marketing fuel or whatever they make me about 750 to like a thousand dollars per per week and last for example last week i only worked like a little under 10 hours 10 to 11 hours and last week i made a 1100 bucks so it's not bad it's really not bad it's not great um, sometimes it's irritating i gotta say like uh, the trailer is a pain in the ass because it's uh it takes longer than the truck so that's kind of what I've been getting into. I haven't really been selling any real estate. There's like really no, not a lot of real estate to sell. I checked the company I'm with. I checked how many active listings they have. And there's like 500 agents. There's only 29 active listings. So that's not great. Um, and deals are scarce. They are scarce. But the city of Omaha is... Uh, selling off a bunch of like rental houses that they owned. Who knew they even owned rental houses? Uh, they're like Section Eight rental houses. They're selling them off. They're like pretty cheap. I've I've gone and looked at a couple of them. Uh, I haven't made any offers because my plate has been full with the the children, the chitlins, as I call them. Uh, thing one, thing two. So I haven't really. I haven't really been doing my job, I guess, because my job is to flip houses. Um, but the ones that I've looked at, I haven't really been in love with. I haven't been in love with anything I've looked at. The only thing I'm in love with, and maybe you're in love with this too. Maybe you like it. Maybe you're listening to it somewhere and you're like, I want passive income. I really want to get after it. I'll give you a little tip. 
I'll give you a little uh, heads up. Well, two things that I can give you a heads up on if you want to get in the game, the real estate games. Number one is, I believe, I don't have it in front of me. This is the other thing about that kind of sucks about uh, doing this for my truck. It's all on my laptop, and I can't use my phone because I'm recording, but you get it. Uh, it is three laundromats, I believe. I believe it's three laundromats, two car washes, and a little apartment building. Now, here's the rub. Hear that? They're in little towns uh, outside on the, the west side of Des Moines, in between Des Moines and uh, Omaha. They're about an hour and a half away. But here's the good thing is, like, the, the towns are, like, kind of farming communities in Iowa. Uh, and there's actually jobs there. Each town is about 1,000 people. But it's they're the only car washes and the only laundromats in town. And... Uh, the apartment is, I think, like two or three units. It's nothing crazy. It's above one of the laundromats that this person owns. And the laundromats and uh, and the uh, car washes are attached. So it's all, uh, they're like one unit together. So that's like kind of intriguing. It's 571. It's been listed for quite a while. Um, but, I mean, the great thing about a laundromat and a car wash is part of that. I would say a good amount of that is uh, cash business. Um, now, there would be, like, some upkeep on them. I don't know. Like, you'd probably have to know something about, like, um, fixing car washes in order to... Who the hell's here? What the fuck is going on? Oh, fuck. God damn it. Cleaning people are at my house. I can't even get in my driveway. I have to get in my driveway because these things are 200 pounds each. Son of a bitch. This isn't going to work. God damn it. <laughs> See, this is... The cleaning people are here and they're like jumping their car. I don't know what you do and how you do it. Bitch, God damn it. This isn't going to work. These things are 200 pounds. I need a straight shot into my... Yoon. Yoon. The people... The, my neighbors hate me. I bring home my roll-offs. They fucking hate me. They want me dead, frankly. How many fucking people are in her house? This is insane. Um, see, this is a distraction. Um, I got to get these in because this is $1,200 worth of merch. Daddy likes his merch. Um, where was I at? So... 571, they don't have any, you have to sign like a non-disclosure to get all the like uh, specifics. I'm not interested in, sign. I don't, I'm not really that interested in it. I mean, I think it's a good, I think it could be really good, obviously. Um, depending on the kind of your finances and whatnot. Now, the other thing that I actually like more is it's a self-storage unit. It's in like basically downtown Omaha. It's right where JFK and I-80 converge. JFK, like, runs down to, like, uh, Sarpy County. So it's kind of like the north-south, north like, intersection. But what I really like about it is, like, that area is totally filled in. There's no more, like, spaces around there for storage units. This place has 127 drive-up units and 64 parking spots, I believe. They want $2.6 for it. Um... I did the math on that. I think if you put down 25 and you had everything rented out, 
which that's not realistic. If you had most of the stuff rented out, you could make uh, around a hundred grand per year. But I really like that because self storage is like pretty simple. It's pretty like passive. Um, and the other thing I like about that is, like I said, no one can build anything anywhere else. There's nowhere space, no space to build anything in downtown Omaha, uh, especially something as big as a storage unit. So I like that. Now let's talk about, I'm going to do things kind of a little bit different. I'm going to do the a business for sale. You dig? I'm going to do a business for sale. And, uh, and then I'm going to flip it on you and I'm going to do like the idea because they kind of go together. Um, and then I'm going to hit you up style with uh, my three critiques of the week, son. So uh, we're going to get to that right after a station identification. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. Sorry, a little bit more blinker. Uh, we're back. Zach Herbert, Idea Attic. Rolling out of a commercial break. Like I said, we're going to do a little bit different. We're going to do business for sale. Then we're going to do the idea. And then we're going to do the critique. Okay? Okay? You get me? So the business for sale. This is a business that I am thinking about purchasing. It's not even really... It's just the assets. It's not, it's not an actual business. <laughs> what it is... Are you ready? What it is is it's a hundred dumpsters and two trucks and it's 50 grand. Now, when I first heard that, I basically just told the guy over the phone, I was like, if it looks halfway decent, I'm gonna buy it. And then I told him, forget about it. It's a long story. <laughs> but I'm now I'm circling back to thinking about it again. And let, I'll, I'll tell you what it is and then I'll tell you why I, I'm thinking about it. Okay. So, it's 100 dumpsters. They're currently being stored out of town about 20, meh, 10 to 20 minutes out of town, depending on where you're coming from, frankly. Uh, it's 100 dumpster skeletons. So what these dumpsters are is they're metal frames with uh, plywood sides and a floor. And you're like, well, who would like use plywood for a dumpster? And I'll tell you, it's because it's cheap, it's lightweight, and it is actually durable because these are just for like home use and then like residential construction. So no one's going to be dumping stuff into it with a front end loader. You know, I'm not, you wouldn't be renting these to Kiwit. You'd be renting them to local builders and homeowners. So things aren't getting like slammed in there. And for the most part, people aren't moving them around with uh, construction equipment. So it's a different thing. And you wouldn't allow concrete. Uh, you wouldn't allow dirt. I don't allow that on my steel roll-offs. And um, you get, if you paint the plywood, you would actually use sheathing. You wouldn't use OSB. You'd use actual plywood. If you paint that, you get about five to six years uh, per sheet. So it ain't bad. Now, some of them are actually steel, and some of the other ones have, like, some steel and some wood, and some of the wood's still good, some of it's not. <clears throat> but for the most part they all need to, a little bit of rehab they need um, they need a little bit of what they call heat and beat where you heat up the metal and then straighten it out uh, with a sledgehammer or in this case you'd have a roll off truck so you just use a cable to straighten stuff out but I mean nothing crazy they're all like pretty much in working order for the most part but they all need some amount of rehab 
Um, the two trucks that are included are 1999 Chevy Top Kicks, which are um, have reliable engines. Well, some of the other components aren't super reliable, um, but they're PTO. The beds dump PTO, which is that's like the best way because uh, it's the fastest. You don't, we don't need to get down in the dirt with that. <laughs> You're not a mechanic, probably. Um, but they have a lot of miles. They have about 400,000 miles. Now, I know what you're saying. Some people are like, that's too many miles. One of my buddies has a roll-off business. His truck has 980 on it. And I believe everything's original. So it all depends on how it's taken care of. Now, they need some work. So it's 50 grand. Um, I'm budgeting to do all the repair on all of the dumpsters. I'm just going to like budget $30,000. Uh, which that's probably a little on the high end. And then I'm going to budget like, well, I'm going to budget another 50 for repairing the dumpsters or repairing the uh, trucks. Because who knows, the trucks might need the engines rebuilt. They might need engine replaced or whatever. Um, now obviously the dumpsters, you don't need to re like repair them all at one time. Um, but we need to, uh, I want to go into it if I buy it, knowing all the stuff is good to go, you know, knowing like where my numbers are. <coughs> Sorry. So, okay. A hundred thousand dollars. So let's say my payment, let's say my monthly payment is like 1600 and everything all together would be just like shy of $3,000 a month. Now. On average, I, I rent my five dumpsters all out like once per week, and I turn a lot of other people down because I don't have any more to rent. Uh, and I don't, I haven't been like calling people, I haven't really been like working that hard to like get them rented. I just use Facebook and like word of mouth or whatever uh, because I don't want to like do a bunch of advertising and then turn a bunch of people down, um, which is like tends to be like what happens when I, you know, I'll turn on like Google ads and then I'll have to turn it off and two days because I'll get them all rented but I'm, I think that I can get 20 to like 25 rents per week uh, and just do it all do the pickups and drop offs by myself now that would be about after everything it would make me about $3,000 a week so it would be about 12 grand a week or 140 maybe like 125 grand a year not bad. That's a good return on investment if you buy something for a hundred and you make a hundred and twenty the first year. <laughs> yes, we should. The other thing is, I already have um, a trailer and five dumpsters that I own, uh, and I would sell that, and they're probably worth forty grand uh, because these things are like super popular. Uh, people like them because it's like, like I said before, it's like the starter kit. So there's a lot of people running around with these. They have like five to 20 dumpsters. Um, but my thing is it's so slow. And to buy the dumpsters that go with this trailer are new is $5,200. And then you have to pay for it to get them delivered from Texas. So that's another like couple thousand dollars. So five new dumpsters for me would be $30,000. Want to just make more sense to go buy something for fifty, even if I have to repair them. Then the other thing is, like, once they're all repaired, it, it, if I ever wanted to sell it, it'd be a package deal, and just the dumpsters alone would be worth uh, like two hundred thousand dollars, ready to rock.
And if you wanted to, you could put steel sides on them, you know, down the road. But I'm just going to put wood sides on them. Who cares? I have other dumpsters that have wood sides that I've built. That nothing's punched through. I will, I've punched through one of them with a backing into it with a with the trailer with one of the stingers they used to pick it up and it's just popped right through not a big deal um but you're not doing that on you know that's once in you know i've had them for six months <laughs> and uh the way that the this these dumpsters on the truck would work you, you're not there's no stingers to flap at the dumps so Anyway, that's what I'm looking at buying, frankly. Uh, I think that it's a good investment. God, I hope so. Uh, if you could ever get to a point where you're renting out, a, if you had them all 100 rented out, you'd be doing very well. Because <laughs> you make all roughly, you net out before taxes, you net out like about $160 per dumpster rented. So if you're renting out, if you had 100 of them rented out, you'd be doing perfectly fine. Their thing is right now, they're all 12-yard dumpsters, but I'm going to modify and make some of them bigger so I get more cash-sheesh. So I'll make like maybe like 10 of them I'll make into 20-yard ones. So you get about 40 to 60 bucks more uh, for that. Or it could be, instead of renting them for like 200 you rent them for like 275 uh, So depending on your dump fees, you can make quite a bit more. And those are uh, a popular size. So that's kind of that's the business for sale. Uh, the dude doesn't really have it up for sale. He just contacted me directly. Um, and at first I was like, I'll go no. And then we had some like personal issues like come up um, where I was like, I don't even think I like have time to do this. So I just told him like, hey, I'm not, I'm like no no longer interested. I just can't like take this on right now. So if I go back to him, he's probably he, there's a good there's a good probability he'll be like, listen, fuck you, <laughs> you know, or maybe he already sold them to someone else. I don't know. That's a lot of dumpsters to swallow, you know. That's a lot of dumpsters to handle. Uh, ideally, I would like to only buy a fraction of them, but it's like kind of an all or nothing thing. And I, I I feel like worst case scenario, I can like cut up if I don't want them, I don't want to store them or whatever. But uh, I can always scrap them. Or I could rehab them and sell them to someone else, you know. There's other companies out here that use the exact same things. So that is the business for sale. Um, oh, I also wanted to point out, hold on, there's going to be some bad news here. Look, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get a product out. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Not a good person. Um, I wanted to point out, I did... Because I've been, like, going back and forth about this, you know. I really have. But it's like, dumpsters are still assets. You know, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but they are. Let me put it into perspective. If you go to, like, a gas station and it has, like, the, the trash cans that are, like, free trash cans, like, built into one thing. And they, like, usually have some, like, advertisement on it or something that says, like, glass, you know, trash, this, this. Those cost $1,600 to buy one of them. <laughs> so, let's put that into perspective. I'm buying a dumpster that's 12 yards for $500 each. And he's throwing in the trucks, quote-unquote. Uh, so, think about that. 
That's one way to think about it, y'all. Uh, so that's the business for sale, or I guess more of the equipment, but for me it's a business. For anyone who knows what's up, I think I know what's up. I don't have any clue what I'm doing. Um, so that's the business for sale. Now the idea, this is, I think, no one's doing this. I've seen something kind of like it. But, uh, sorry, I'm trying to back up. <laughs> Lots of distractions. I'm just trying to put a smile on your face. Give me a break. I'm not Howard Stern. I'm not getting paid 90 mil to do this. In fact, I'm not getting paid anything. Which is kind of my fault because I used a lot of copyrighted music. But you get it. Hold up. I really want to get this right for you because it's exciting. It's fresh. It is fresh. Now, I was... <laughs> Here's where I was living. Here's where I was thinking. And where I live, mentally. I was like, before the, this thing came up for sale. And I'm still thinking about it. But, I was thinking, well, you know, there's so many people that come to me and they're, they're like, hey, I want to like, you know, invest or I want to... Uh, you know, I want to like have a rental property or I like want to, I want this or I, I want that or whatever. And I was like really thinking, I was like, how could I like scale up? Well, I guess I don't really know how to explain the backstory of this. So I'm just going to like get into what it is. So what it is, is it's a dumpster investment. So I would be like a dumpster, like property manager. Okay. You dig? So what you do is you come to me and you're like, hey, I want to buy, I want to make an investment, quote, in a 12-yard dumpster. And basically, like, you would own the dumpster and I would just service it. So I would do all the rental. I would pick it up. I would drop it off. I would, like, do any repairs. I would store them. Um, and you would buy the dumpster for, it. well, the, the price would depend on, like, what size the dumpster is, right? Because... Bigger dumpsters cost more, and they make more money. And then the the buyer would get, like, X amount of profit off of it. Um, so you basically would be, like, almost like – I don't want to say buying a share in the company because then that's a different <laughs> – you have to, like, watch your wording with the stuff, which is so stupid. Because I don't want to be – I don't want to, like, anyone to think I'm, like, selling a security. I'm selling a dumpster. And you're buying a dumpster, and I'm just like, you're just subbing me out to, like, take care of everything. Just like a rental house, but it's, like, on a, like, much smaller scale. So, let's say you buy a dumpster for $2,500. Okay, a 12-yard dumpster. That dumpster rents out for two twenty-five. dollars After all expenses are paid, you make a profit of $35 per rental. Well, if you, if it rents out four times a month... Uh, that's $140 a month and you put a hundred then and you put two $2,500 into it and you're getting you know I would say 60 to $140 per month like every month forever uh, that's pretty good now the thing is uh, a dumpster doesn't appreciate but it's always like the same it's not gonna like lose value really it's made of steel and it's made out of wood now sometimes you'd get charged for like repairs uh, when part of it like wears out or you could like upgrade it to like all steel at a future time. There's really no reason to do that though, because you don't need them to be steel. 
So that's kind of the idea is it's more of like a, for most listeners point of view, it's more of like an investment opportunity. But from what I'm talking about is like a business, because for me, I would just basically like, it would be like a pure trucking business. Um, but it would like help scale. And then the thing is, once you get big enough, you can literally go to like the waste managements, the waste connections of the world, and you can go to their website and they have a place where you can just submit a thing that you're, says you, you want to like sell your business to waste management. And people do that all the time and they make multiple millions of dollars, millions and millions. So the thing would be to get like as many investors and have as many dumpsters as like you could possibly get and like literally like flood an area. Um, and then sell out and everybody like gets a cut of it. So like, let's say <clears throat> there's a hundred, let's say there's a hundred dumpsters. Like, and if you owned one of them, you'd own one, one hundredth of the company. Well, a little bit less cause you wouldn't own the, the customer list or intellectual or like the trucks and stuff like that. But then like when you go to sell, let's say it sells for $2 million, you get like one, one hundredth of $2 million, whatever. So you're getting, so you really are like, it, you really are like buying a share in the business. But we don't want to use that terminology because we don't want to go to jail or get fined. All you're doing is you want to like invest a little money and you want a good return off of it. I think that that's like 10% a month is pretty good. You know, now obviously there's months where it's a little slower, months where it's a little higher. It would basically just be exactly like, um, owning a rental property. And then if like you didn't like how I ran things, you could try to like sub somebody else out um, to take care of it. Or I would like buy the dumpster back from you. Does that make sense? Because it's like, okay, not a lot of people think about it. Like not a lot of people have enough money to like go out and buy a rental house. And let's say you can only put down like 25%. After you make your payment, you pay the insurance, you pay the taxes, you pay a property manager, you're only like, what do people think they're going to make? You might make a couple hundred dollars, but then think about like, you have to evict someone. You have to like put a new roof on, blah, blah, blah. You're never going to evict anyone from a dumpster. If someone doesn't, isn't paying me, like isn't paying me overage days or like have a problem with them, I just go pick the damn dumpster up with the door open. So all the trash falls back on their property and then I'm not really out anything. So I'm never like evicting someone from the dumpster. I mean, I suppose you could have somebody shop and they shut the door or something, but I've never had that happen. And if it did, you would, you know, I, don't, I don't think anyone would do that. Like, why would they? Because they're like accruing days because you charged overage to so be accruing like five to $15 per day. So that doesn't make any sense. And it would just fill up. So you're not dealing with that. You're not dealing with like a flooding. You're not dealing with like a storm destroying it. If a storm does destroy it, they're not that expensive to rebuild. You know, um, plus it is they're insured, you know, but they're spread out all over town. How can one thing destroy it? You know, <laughs> if you own 10 of them, one thing isn't going to destroy all 10. Unless they're all touching and they all caught on fire. But even then you just reply with them. Um. So I think that that's really intriguing because it's a win-win for both people. It's a, it would be a win for the dumpster owners, the, the, the hauler, which is me, 
And it's a definite win for the uh, person buying the dumpster. Not an investor. We do not say investor. Uh, <laughs> we don't do it. And I believe, I'd have to check on taxes. I believe it's also like a, de like a depreciate. You could depreciate it. Uh, but I kind of like that. The only other thing I've ever seen is is it's as a there's a dumpster manufacturer, and they this isn't like very smart because like dumpsters to build from scratch are like really expensive, and what they do is they just like lease out dumpsters to people. I guess it's fine if it like lasts forever, but it's a long time to like recapture because they they do like big sizes. So they they manufacture like thirty and forty yard dumpsters. Well, those are like twelve thousand dollars to make. So if you're only getting a, like a hundred dollars a month, that's a lot like a longer payoff, in my humble opinion. Now maybe you'd have to have a lower payoff. I'd have to kind of like test the waters. I'd have to mark one dumpster and have a fictitious like owner that I'm like making payments to. The other thing is like the taxes and like cutting checks every month would like probably turn into a pain in the ass. But I think it could be worth it because if you have a lot of market share, then um, if you have a lot of market share, then you can. Uh, you're controlling prices and you can sell out really easily. And another company in town would want to buy you out if you had like <laughs> hundreds of dumpsters, you know. Now the biggest company around here has 700 dumpsters. That's a lot of dumpsters. And they got a lot, I think seven drivers full time. But I've heard of other companies in other cities, bigger cities that have like thousands of dumpsters. But just imagine you're getting $5 a day or, it, you know, the person who owns it gets... What if you even got like a couple bucks a day? A couple bucks every day? Pretty good. Pretty damn good. Well, I guess you get 30 bucks a month, a week if they were rented out. But you'd have so many dumpsters out on the street that they would just rent out. You wouldn't even have to do any advertising. So that's the idea of the day. I like that idea. That's something that's been bouncing around in the old skull. Because people come to me and they're like, hey, I want to invest. And it's like, I don't really know how the best way to do that. I guess I could just like have a payment every month. Buy some more dumpsters. I don't really like that. You know. But I do it incrementally. And then this way it keeps my... Keeps it rolling in a way. Plus it's a win-win. If I make money, you make money. You tell a friend. You tell two friends, they tell two friends. That's good stuff. Really good. Just something I thought I was thinking about. Because that gives me money up front and you a stream of income. You get it. I don't have to email it. Let's check out the three critiques. Okay. We're going to check out the three critiques coming up after this commercial break. Because i got to drop a dumpster off. So, <laughs> hold up. Okay. Okay, addicts, we're back. <laughs> Is that my crew, the addicts, kind of like a, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that. So let's get down to the three critiques. Three critiques. Sorry, I had to drop a dumpster. You get it. So the first one, this is something I've been exploring, really thinking about. I go a lot to this, uh, and you always hear about this online, like ways to make money online or whatever. And I go to a website quite a bit, just for out of curiosity. Uh, it's called Flippa.com, and what it is is people sell their websites there that make money. So I was perusing. This one caught my eye. It's called uh, like, like it's called the Recliner Life. 
yeah, that's what it was called, reclinerlife.com, and all it is is like a review website about recliners, and all the recliners that he's reviewing, um, there, there's a button that says check the price on Amazon. So it's just an affiliate website, and an affiliate website is you get a paid to commission basically for generating a sale for usually Amazon. Um, so this website is for sale. It's 140 grand, and supposedly it makes $4,000 a month, and the guy, or whoever owns it, shouldn't say guy, that's sexist. The guy who owns it, uh, let's, get, let's be serious. The guy who owns it says he only works like three hours a week on it. So maybe he like writes an, a blog article on it or whatever. So I went and I actually did check the traffic. It actually gets like somewhat decent traffic. It gets about 25,000 organic viewers um, a month according to SEMrush.com, which is just a tool I use. you can use to check traffic and stuff. <clears throat> so off of that traffic, he makes uh, that amount of money, which I kind of... I mean, you could obviously check all, all this. You could verify, I'm sure. So I was like, well, can I, like, do a one about some other, like, product line on Amazon? And uh, I, you get about, what is it? I mean, it it varies as far as, like, percentage of what you get from the sale. I, I've read anywhere... I guess it's like three to seven, I think, is what it is, something like that. I think every once in a while, stuff you get 10% on. Um, like I said, I'm driving, so it's not right in front of me. But I was basically saying, okay, you get 3%, because that's what like most things are, I think. So you get 3%. These recliners were like $500. So you get 3% of $500, which is some amount. Uh, $15 or whatever, 30, 15 to 30 bucks is what this guy's like getting because the stuff ranges from $500 to $1,000. Is my math correct on that? <clears throat> um, so they're not like huge amounts, but if you get a lot of traffic um, and the people click through and buy, and they, only, they have to either buy it within, I think, 30 days or something. Uh, or like 90 days if it's in your cart. I don't remember exactly, but I was like, oh, that's like really cool, you know? Like, I, mean, I want to do that. So the only things are, I feel like the guy with the recliners has kind of a sweet spot, but that like website probably took a lot of work to get like ranked up. I mean, you have to like write a lot of articles and like have a lot of backlinks and all that. And doing that stuff, to me, like, building backlinks and writing articles, it's especially about such a niche thing like that, about, like, recliners. I mean, he had all kinds of stupid information on there, like how to do, like, minor repairs, how to wash it, like, all the stupid stuff. And it's like, that website doesn't make so much money that he's, like, paying someone else to do it, probably. Um, it's only making, you know, three to $4,000 a month. He's probably doing it himself or paying one other person. So it's like, you're either right writing these stupid articles and like I get you can like copy and paste to some degree you have to change it up a little bit um that's still like insanely boring um I kind of like started building a little dummy site and I was like this is a, I'm just I can't even handle this you know uh and, and the product that I picked because I think people would actually buy this online 
and you could do a bunch of like review videos and like try to get use different channels than this guy's using because this guy just basically was just using articles and like organic search and like researching like keywords and writing articles about the keyword. I mean, all that stuff, which is incredibly boring and you can outsource it, but kind of because they have to make sense. The person writing the article does need to like speak English or it's not going to make any sense. And because some people in other countries like probably don't like, they're not really familiar with what a lazy boy is. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, are they? Can I see a show of hands if you think they're okay. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, what about um, one of the really popular products on Amazon right now is a, a countertop ice maker. So it's kind of like a countertop coffee maker. You put it on the countertop, you fill the thing with water, it makes X amount of ice cubes. <laughs> well, I know how much it makes. About 15 ice cubes every 10 minutes. Um, they sell for like about 100 120 to like $400, depending on like how much ice they make and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, there's all kinds of different features and this and that. So there was like a lot of stuff to write about. Um, you don't really have like tons of ice machine specific competition. So... But, okay, like, let's say you started, like, selling and you're only getting, like, $3 in commission. 3 to $6. How much web... How much... How many people are actually out there Googling that? How much... Uh, how much uh, traffic could you actually get? Would it even be worth it? You know what I mean? That's the thing for me with, like, the websites. I guess you could buy that guy's website, The Recliner Life, but it's $140,000. That's a little scary for me to buy a website. Um, but then the other thing, too, is, like, I don't really want to, like, work on one because my fear is, like, well, I, I would do all this work and then I would not even get anything out of it. And I was writing a shitload of, what, like, <laughs> you know, I was writing a shitload of articles and, like, doing all this keyword research and a bunch of other boring stuff. I get, like, literally nothing out of it. And you don't even know if you're going to get anything out of it. Um for like six months because that's how long it like really takes for Google to like index your stuff and for stuff to like show up and it's like it's a little scary I guess if you had like a regular job and you were just looking for like a very because it's a very low risk as far as like monetarily I mean it's going to eat up some time but if you wanted just like a little side hustle that you're like man if I can make like a thousand dollars extra a month then I would like maybe give it a try Especially, too, if you're, like, have any, like, background in that or, like, any interest. Like, I kind of have in interest. I do, like, a lot of, I try to do, like, a lot of keyword stuff for my, like, dumpster website. And dumpster and junk removal. But it's not, like, super necessary. I only have a handful of real competitors. Um, and it, it makes more sense for me to just run a Google ad. You know what I mean? Uh, than to sit around writing articles. I mean, uh, writing articles about dumpsters. Dumpsters are made of metal, wood, and or a mix. Stupid. So I would say, like, uh, that's a maybe. I think it could be good. If you got the site, like, big enough to where, like, you got a lot of traffic, I think you can make some, like, decent uh, cash. 
but I think there is like a little bit of a downside because it is like a volume game because I was like, well, couldn't I do like couches, the couchlife.com? I don't think anyone buys a couch on Amazon. Do they? I don't even know. Like, I didn't even like, I looked through the brands on Amazon and I mean, they're all, the stuff is all made in China. So it's, it's not like someone could go to like furniture row or Nebraska furniture Mart or uh, something like that. You can like test that out and be like, I'll just get it on Amazon for cheaper. Doesn't work like that. The other thing is, uh, it's actually a little more expensive, I think, on Amazon because of like the shipping. They have to bury the they have to they have the shipping cost in there somewhere. But l let's say like Ashley Furniture, Furniture Row, or Ethan Allen or whatever, they're shipping stuff and they own it. I mean, it's all like built in, and they do it in like massive quantities. So it doesn't really make sense. Unless there's like some, anyway, I'm like getting a little bit too far in the weeds with this, but like an affiliate website could be good. I think it'd be better if you had like an affiliate website that was like wrapped up in like some other kind of website, like a blog where you also sold eBooks and like sold banner ads and all that. I think that the affiliate income would be better as one piece of the pie of like an online business. Okay, so I think it's a maybe. You get it, you dig. Sorry, that was a little, I got a little tacky on that ass. Jeez, I'm a nerd. Nerd alert, y'all. Remember nerd alert? <clears throat> um, here's one that's kind of, I like, because it's white trashy, and I'm a little white trash. You're a little bit country, I'm a little bit, you're a little country, you're a little bit rock and roll, I'm a little white trash. And I've done this a number of times, not intentionally, but it's flipping trailers trailers what's that all about well you go on uh, Facebook usually and you find someone who's like selling like a car trailer or like a utility trailer or a lawn trailer and you try to just find one that's like beat up and underpriced and you just say like hey I'll bring you let's say they want a thousand dollars you're like I'll bring you seven hundred dollars uh, I'll bring you seven hundred dollars like later today and I'll just pick it up and, you know XYZ I'm the easy button. Just hit the easy button. Um, and then you, like, repair it. You fix it up. And uh, you turn around and sell it. I think it could be good as, like, a side thing. I've done it a couple times, like I said. I bought a 16-foot, uh, like, utility trailer from a guy that he was moving shops. Had a construction business. He was mo he was moving shops, and it, it was, like, uh, had some, like, problems with it. But he just, like, wanted to get rid of it. He was having a sale of a bunch of stuff. It was one of the things. He wasn't even there. It was just, it happened to be the girl, like, running a, this little sale or whatever I went to high school with. And I was like, it, they wanted $1,000. And I was like, I'll give you, like, 700 Because she was like, it doesn't have brakes. And I curled underneath of it, and it had electric brakes. <laughs> so I was like, it doesn't have brakes. It has, like, all these problems. Like, a bunch of the metals broke or whatever. Because uh, it had, like, a a one foot tall like metal uh, fence sides but it had a steel floor so I was like well that's, this is like a heavy duty trailer you know um, but I fixed it up and I sold it for like $17.50 I used it for a while and sold it for $17.50 so that's pretty good it's a pretty good little return for your boy um, and if you can find them they're good and they sell pretty fast like I sold that one pretty fast I started off like really high like three thousand dollars 
but then I, I brought her down to Chinatown. So I think that could be good. Very part time though, because they're like trailers are hard to find now. Um, they used to be a dime a dozen, but now they're they're really hard to find. But that helps you when you go to sell. See, that could be good. Here's another one. Um, you know what? I just this one popped into my head. So there's this guy. He's on, I don't have any idea what his name is. I guess he's a realtor somewhere and he has a real estate channel and like a YouTube channel that are pretty popular. But he got his initial YouTube fame off of like flipping, <laughs> flipping couches on Facebook. Or excuse me, flip just anywhere. Facebook Marketplace. Uh, what's the other one? The Craigs. Is that what they call it? The Craigs. Uh, and what he would do is he would just find like a shitty old, well, not a shitty old couch. He would find, like, new late model couches that were, like, in okay condition. And then um, he would buy them. And then I guess, like, his his secret sauce was that he would take the cushions off and, like, wash them, like, in a laundromat. And then his other secretive sauce was that he would, uh, he offered free delivery. And he said he was trying to make, like, $200 spread, like, per couch. Um... That don't work for me. If I'm going to pick it up, I'm laundering it, I'm fixing it up, and I'm delivering it. $200 isn't very good. He said that he was get up at the peak. He was making $8,000 a profit per month, and that he had like five storage units full. That doesn't... I don't know if that's realistic. <laughs> if you're only making $200 spread, that's a lot of couches, homeboy. The other thing, too, is like most people selling couches. Now there's, the couches are so disgusting you'd never do you dig but I, could, I I think that that could be like kind of the other thing too is like there's everywhere there's bed bugs bed bugs is like a big problem now and lots of sorry that's not good bed bugs is like a problem in lots of cities it's even a problem in Omaha um, so you get like one person with bed bugs <laughs> the bed bugs will get all over all of your stuff all of your merch so, um, don't believe everything you see on the YouTube is, that's my thing. Okay, people, you're gonna have to, like, kind of pay attention because I can't see. This ain't good. So, anyway, yeah, those are the two flipping, junk flipping, I guess you would call it. Yeah, I took out that woman's tree. Can't please everyone, I guess. It's fine. Uh, those are the two flipping. Uh, there's more couches out there. I kind of been like looking because I was like, is there anything good? Every once in a while, there'll be something good. Or it's like, bought this a year ago. I'm moving. I'm just giving it away for free because I don't want to deal with blah, blah, blah. You know, stuff like that is good. If you could grab that, turn around and sell it and make two hundred dollars, that's you know two to three hundred bucks, whatever. That's fine. I don't know where that kid on YouTube was located. I'm guessing like boy bigger area, but then it's like if it's a bigger area, then you're just driving more. So <laughs> I think he was probably doing like okay with like the couches, but he was probably like just doing it to like make us a, a YouTube channel that made money. So. Those are those two. But I want to throw another one in. And this one I think is actually like really good if you don't mind doing this. And that's a caulking business. 
So, uh, have I already talked about this? I hope not. Uh, I really like this. So, like, doing a lot of flips, you have to... 90% of construction, it seems like you're caulking stuff. So I do all the trim in our flips, so that's a lot of caulking. I do like most of the painting, that's a lot of caulking. And uh, last year, summer or whatever, we had somebody come and like level some concrete in our like driveway in our patio or whatever. And the guy was like, here's the bid for like uh, the concrete leveling. And I threw in a bid for like caulking your driveway because it's not caulked talking it, sealing it, uh, blah bitty blah. I'm like, oh okay. He's like, it's just eight fifty, so we give you a discount. It'd normally be like a thousand, but it's eight fifty. I'm like, excuse me, it's eight hundred and fifty dollars to cock the driveway. And uh, I was like, I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. I was like, that's like a one day job, but that's not really that big of a deal. It might be less than a day. It could be like a four or five hour job. Could be able to squeeze two in in a day. <laughs> so I was, uh, I always kind of like had that idea like in the back of my head. And then one day I was talking to my dad and I was like, yeah, they want like $850 to cock the driveway. And he's like, that's a deal. I was like, what? And he's like, I had someone come out and like give me an estimate, estimate to cock my driveway, which his driveway is bigger than mine. But it's not huge and it's like pretty new. <laughs> It was a $2,000. I was like, what the fuck? $2,000? And that was probably probably be like a, a full day's work. <laughs> uh, $2,000? Cocking isn't that expensive. It is when you go buy it at Menards and like individual cocking whatever cans. But it's like it, if you're doing a lot of it, you buy it in uh, like a sausage packaging. So it's just like... A bunch of it's like double or triple the size of a normal uh, cocking gun probably quadruple the size and it's a uh, it's in like plastic and you just cut the end off and you put it in uh, a cocking gun with its like own cylinder and it's way cheaper and you can buy it in like 20 and like 50 and I think 20 25 and like 50 pounds of it <laughs> it's way cheaper so it's like, okay, so let's say worst case scenario, you have $500 in, a, in equipment and like you have two helpers with you and you pay each one of them <laughs> $20 an hour, which is not even realistic. Uh, that's uh, $820 is what it costs you to do. Well, you're charging 2000 so you're making $1,200 for a one-day job, and uh, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> that's, like, really good. And, like, my dad's job would be all day, but, like, my driveway would only be, it would be, like, a half a day or three-quarters of a day. So what you would do is you would come to mine, um, prep it, which prepping it takes, like, 20 minutes. And then you start uh, caulking. And then once you're like to a certain point, you send half of the people or all your helpers to the next place to start just prepping it. And you might be able to do I would just like have them go prep it and then the next day you start caulking. And then you would basically be doing two halves in a day. 
And I think that like the average caulking, like driveway caulking job would be about $1,000. So you're making freaking $1,200 a day because you could fit in two, some of them would be like $4,000 or $5,000. Like a big horseshoe drive with another driveway would be X amount. It'd be like multiple days. It's insane. I was like, because caulking, uh, it's one of those things that just a lot of people just don't like to do. And you could like do windows, you can do all kinds of stuff. It's just one of those things that people just despise doing. But there's some people, and I don't mind it at all. Like, we did a flip and it had a just insane amount of like board and batten, like board and batten in an entire room. So board and batten is where you put trim pieces like in a, trim pieces up like a grid on the side of a wall kind of uh, it usually goes like halfway up and then there's like a piece of like rail at the top so we did that to like a whole dining room it was literally I was literally caulking that well I replaced all the trim in the whole house and it was like a pretty expensive house and it was over the trim that we did was fucking it was over the top it was literally like a Victorian style like each door costs like $300 to trim. That's how much wood there was. So I was caulking for like three weeks. It didn't, it doesn't bother me at all. I didn't have any problem with it. And uh, I'm good at it. Like I didn't even need to use, uh, I could just, I didn't even use water. I don't even like to use water. That's where I live. So it, it, I'm good at it and it doesn't, it doesn't bother me in any way. So if you don't if you don't mind caulking, you could have a, a a pretty darn good. I mean, just if you're doing, I don't know how many you could get. So I'm like testing the wires with this. I'm going later this week to bid like a patio because I was like, well, a patio is going to be like eight hundred dollars, um, and if it takes me one day, that's eight hundred bucks in a day. <laughs> the supplies are only going to be like a hundred bucks, maybe. So $700 in one day. Wait, is that worth it though? Because I <laughs> I make 800 doing roll-offs. Anyway, uh, I just want to I just want to like do one and like see that I get paid for. You know, I'm not gonna cock my own driveway. <laughs> oh, I'm not nice. Um, then the other thing is, if it's like level, if it's level concrete, you can just use self-leveling. Uh, <laughs> use self-leveling caulking so you don't even have to tool it in. So if you want either you hate your job, you want out, and you're like, what's something that I like isn't super hard to learn to do, but is in like a fair amount of demand? Uh-huh. I had my blinker on, but that was your problem, pal. You know, nice. Um something to think about. It'd be a hell of a part-time thing to do. But people want it done in one day, so it's like you could only do one a week if you did it on Saturdays. Uh, who cares though if you make a thousand dollars extra a week? If your job pays you six grand a month and you make an extra four and you're just like demand to be paid in cash, you'd have a merry little Christmas, wouldn't you? Good. So, those are the critiques. I, I kind of did a little bit of a mixed bag. Those are some things I've been thinking about, looking at. Um, if you have something that an idea you want critiqued or you want to just jam with your boy? Any questions? Anything that I can help you out with? Um, 
You need a marketing idea? I'm a spazzy marketer. Really spazzy. I want to. Every time I have an idea, I tell my wife, I'm like, this is going to be huge. It's going to be... It's going to be bumper stickers, mugs, t-shirts. It's like, uh, I do have like t-shirts for my junk removal business. And uh, if I go ahead and buy like a hundred dumpsters and I'm starting to make money, I'm going to have all kinds of promotional stuff. I'm coming out with a rap CD based on my dumpsters. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's what the folks like. Uh, I need to make like a, a video that just goes viral. A viral dumpster video. Oh, Jesus Christ. Getting yelled at at the dump. Can we go, please? That's it. We're wrapping around. Getting yelled at at the dump by these idiots. Can we? What's happening? Uh, anyway, Zach Herbert Idea Attic. Took me all day to do this one. Had lots of uh, problems with it. It's a lot better in the basement, you know. I can really get into it there. But here, there's distractions. But I still think it was not too bad. I, I got the product out. Any questions, comments, concerns, hit me up. That is all. See you guys next time. I promise it'll be... Uh, is that a promise I can't keep that it'll be faster than a year? I'll try to. Anyway, signing off.